What's poppin'? Who you a Brand new whip, just, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Foul Territory, episode three. Me, CJ, co-host Derek, coming Me. to you, not live. This is a podcast that doesn't happen. We don't do live. We're not we going through that live. yet. I don't know how to do that. I don't either. That's like YouTube or something. Yeah. Isn't Joe Rogan's live? I don't know. Have you ever done DMT? Uh, you know, a couple times. Jimmy, roll the clip. Um... <laughs> It was a nice one week in baseball so it far. It was a pretty nice week. I, there, there were some good things that happened. There's some good things. There's some bad things. There was also some, some bad things. Uh, one of those bad things, uh, uh, the Marlins took a page out of the uh, United States' book, and they had a little coronavirus outbreak. Yeah. So that it was, was just cool. a little one. Just a little just one. Only little fucking one. 18 Only 18 players and coaches. There's 30 players that are on the roster, plus probably like, 10 coaches and there's what 16 players and two coaches yes that's I don't know, the funny thing is that it didn't even happen in florida where uh-huh. the virus is like at its worst point. it was in atlanta it was in either atlanta or philadelphia so what i had heard um i can't remember the guy's name but he reported it that allegedly um before the season started uh there was a couple players from the Marlins that they decided they wanted to leave the team hotel in Atlanta and uh, go have a night out on the town, per se. And uh, that's where they're saying it probably came from, is uh, these couple players that wanted to go out and have a good time. Uh, And they brought back 18 corona cases. I fucking hate the Marlins. God, the Marlins, they're not good at baseball. They're not good at quarantining. What are we going to do? They did. Well, I mean, come on. Why would you leave the team hotel ever? Ever. When you're in the middle of a pandemic. Right. I mean, sure, they're not in the bubble right now yeah. that the, the NBA is in and then the NHL. But when you got all those people that basically you're responsible for, and that goes for everybody, they're responsible for each other to not go out and give it to each other. And you're going to go and leave and, and do whatever. It's, it's yeah. like uh, Lou Williams for the Clippers. Oh, yeah. He, he went to a club to get some chicken listen, wings. Listen, I saw a picture of those wings, and they look amazing. Okay. Though, though, yeah, I mean. But were the wings worth Corona? Dude, they might be. They might be? They, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I saw those wings. I didn't see the picture. Of the he's, got, he's got wings named after him at Magic City. The Lou really? Will Lemon Barbecue or something like that. Lou Will Lemon Pepper Wings. You know, okay, now, kind of, you know, if I had wings named after me, I would risk it. Yeah. I would risk it. Hell yeah. You you gotta, what are you doing that? They're fucking named They're after named him. after him. Like, you have, you have, if you're out of the bubble for, you know, your family emergency, you're like, fuck it. I'm gonna get my wings. You gotta do it. And he probably didn't even go in. Like, right. he, it was probably carry out. Something like that. Or he wouldn't. I don't know. I don't even Are know how he got Are strip allowed to be open right now? I, 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 I hope not. I hope not either. Because they're <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. They're disgusting As no matter what is going on. You but there's know. a pandemic. You don't know what kind of STDs are flying around there in, that, in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. That's Good just Lord. unsanitary. But, uh, I mean... uh, also, though, with the Marlins... 
it's not just contained into the Marlins. They decided they wanted to spread the good news. Yeah. So we got, what, uh, a member of the Phillies coaching staff. He's got it. And uh, a home clubhouse employee for the Phillies has. So no players yet have it for them. Mm -hmm. But there's two staff members for Philly that has it. And then with that, that also affected Baltimore and New York. Yeah. So they had to cancel a couple games. Ter- I mean, yeah, you had to cancel. We, we couldn't play the Phillies. We had four games scheduled. We are supposed to play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And couldn't play Monday or Tuesday. Marlins couldn't play the Orioles. So now the Yankees are playing the Orioles. And yeah. the Marlins and Phillies are just sitting there and waiting. Yeah. It sucked because the Phillies have tested negative you know, for like four or five days in a row at this point, except for that one guy and the clubhouse attendant. Right. But, I mean, 18 cases. 18 cases. 18. 18. Did you see they, um, the Marlins signed Pat Venditti today? I did not. Yeah, they added him to the minor. He's with oh. their minor league players or whatever. Mr. Lefty and Righty. Yeah. That's, like, that's, how, that's how bad it's getting for the Marlins. Well, they they got to sign Pat, Pat Venditti. Venditti. Yeah, I mean. You're just ruining everything. You really are. Next thing you know, they're going to sign Bartolo Colon. I'm all right with that. I am all right with that, too. Right now, he's playing for the the Aceros something in Mexico. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. I'm glad he's playing in Mexico. I really am, too. Do they have them in, like, a bubble and shit in Mexico? You know, I didn't look into that. I don't know. That'd be be interesting to find out. Mexico's... I don't don't know what Mexico's What are they doing for, like, the the Korean baseball league? Because that was, like, the first... Well, Korea's not bad because Koreans are smart. Americans are stupid. <laughs> South Koreans. South Koreans. South Koreans. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back on track, though. So the Marlins, though, they're slated to come back on the 4th of August as of right now. But we, whether that's going to happen or not, maybe. Every, you te- know? every other team's going to play like 10 games. The Marlins are going to be fucking 2-1. Yeah. The Browns are going to be sitting <laughs> at first place 2-1. Two 2-1. And one. <laughs> two and one. They're going to make the playoffs because of their win percentage yeah. because they end up playing 40 games instead of 60. <laughs> Do you think there's a chance that they're just going to cancel their own season? No. You don't think so? That ruins so many other schedules. That would. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. They just... Fucking... Of course it's the Marlins. Of it's course. It's got to be the I Marlins. Knew, I knew it wouldn't be a good team that got Corona. Right. Like, I could see one player or something getting it. They quarantine, you know. Kind of like LeMayhew mm-hmm. when, when he had the positive test or whatever. might have been a false positive. I don't know. But, of course, the Marlins. It's like, if we play for the Marlins, you know, all right, let's just, you know, go have fun because baseball is going to suck. Yep. You know? The goddamn like, Marlins. We're in Atlanta. Let's go out and party in Atlanta because we're the Marlins and we stink. Yeah. You know, you see Aaron Judge out. You know, he's gonna be all over TMZ and shit. Yep. If you see some guy on the Marlins, you're like, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. No one, no one knows who the Marlins are. Not it's even like, the people in Miami know who the Marlins it's like are. Fucking at this point. Corey Dickerson got Corona. You're like, wow, Corey oh, Dickerson. Wow. What is he doing? Hanging out in Atlanta? Oh, he plays for Marlins. Oh. Oh. I thought he was just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. He just seems like a random guy. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting stat, though, about the Marlins. Did you know the number one guy in the batting average standings is on the Marlins right now? Is that, um, ooh, I want to take a guess. It's not Brian Anderson. No. Nope. It's, um, I'm going to go with Jonathan VR. It's not? Oh, fuck. 
It's Miguel all. Rojas. I was going to say he's that. He's batting 700. Wow, he's played three games. I know. That's the that's the thing, but he's still on the qualified he list. How? <laughs> I don't know. I, the, the minimum number of at-bats or whatever. He got, that you he need got at least four that. at-bats in each yeah. of the first three games. So he's still qualified, so he's still number one at 700, but... It's going <laughs> to stay at 700 for at least another week because they can't play. Exactly. So we're, we're going to have our first 700 hitter, I believe. I think he's going to keep that pace. Oh, yeah. Miguel Rojas is going to win If he MVP. played three games a week, maybe. Yeah. Which, I mean, if the Marlins keep getting Corona, they might. Right. Gosh. And who knows how long it's going to take this thing to go away for them. At least two weeks. Yeah. It's at least two weeks. you got to quarantine all the rest of the guys in the team hotel and then mm-hmm. bring minor leaguers up. Yeah. Guys like Venditti and all the other guys they got waiting in the wings. Yeah, for if you saw some Marlins game. were bad already. Dude. Just, <laughs> just, just wait. 18, like, it's good players that have it, too. Exactly. Like, I think Miguel Rojas has it. Probably. I'm pretty sure they said that. They He's said, probably the dummy that went out to the club. No, it was somebody worse than Miguel <laughs> Rojas. has to be. Miguel uh, Rojas knows what he's doing. I think, I think, Cord- I think, um... One of the pitchers got oh, it. Oh, Jorge Alfaro was Jorge. the first one. He probably was the that one. He was makes the first one so that much got sense. it. It was that fucking whore, Jorge. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was in his name. What can I say? Jeez. Jorge. It was Jorge Alfaro. He was whoring himself around. Yeah, he was. God damn. What a shame. Jorge. Oh, gosh. He's supposed what to play was... catcher in baseball. He caught something. Yeah, he did. He caught Corona. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I'm sick of talking about the Marlins. Yeah, we need it's to stop really, talking about really the Marlins. It's really depressing. They, it just brings down the conversation. Anytime you talk about the Marlins. You know what doesn't bring down the conversation? What? Verlander's hurt. Oh. Yeah, so that was interesting. So I'm I'm watching, I don't remember what game I was watching. I think I was watching the Cubs game or whatever. Yeah. And on the bottom screen, the little ticker says, Breaking news, mm-hmm. Justin Verlander to miss the rest of the season with an elbow injury. It's like, wow, and then everyone's talking about it. And everyone's saying, oh, Justin Verlander's out for the season. Big news. And then two hours later, Justin Verlander tweets out that it was a false report and it's just a forearm strain and he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. And he's hoping to be healthy. So what's going on with that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, That's confusing. I, I mean, your forearm is connected to your elbow, right. obviously. Absolutely. Forearm strains can be related to elbow injuries. Yes. But... Um, I mean, two weeks, two weeks is like half the season at this point. Yeah. So I can understand the report because, okay, he's out for two weeks. Then it takes him a week to get back. Then he's out for, you know, three, three weeks at least. Mm-hmm. That's like, what, 20 games right there. Yeah. That's already a quarter of the season. That's third of true. The season. Yeah, there is only 60 games. And I, and I did hear somewhere that, uh, in terms of baseball injuries, um, they like to, to use... A code for elbow injuries and they call it forearm yeah. strains or forearm tightness and stuff like that but they're really talking about the elbow yeah so that could just be a kind of hidden thing and verlander does have something wrong with that you see all that tommy john mm-hmm. and he's got to go get evaluated for that to see yeah. if he needs tommy john so that's what could really be happening here but they don't want us to know that i want you to tell the people what you thought was the reason for Verlander. So, okay, th- this is my theory. So well, I this was my theory, you. okay? Now, I had thought, originally, when I first heard this, I was like, listen, Verlander, in his career, when he was in the Tigers, he's always been one of, if not the most outspoken players when it comes to cheating 
and any kind of breaking the rules in baseball. Always been the number one advocate for that. He goes to the Astros, 2017. He's on that team, the, the, the infamous team for, for stealing signs and all that stuff. And he didn't, he was silent, didn't say a word. And that's where I lost a lot of respect for him. I think a lot of people can say that too. Now, here's what I thought. I was like, hmm, maybe with all this corona stuff going on, the Astros got a little cocky. They were thinking, hmm, maybe with all this distraction, we could find another way to cheat. And Berlander, he caught wind of that, and he didn't like it because he already had sat through one season or more of that team cheating. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to fake an injury. I'm going to not opt out because of this, but I'm going to not play because he doesn't want any part of it. So that was going to be his little out. But at the same time, he didn't want to pull a Mike Fires, and he didn't want to snitch on him. He didn't see that as his place to do it. So he's like, you know what? Elbow injury. I'm out. I'm not going to play, but I'm not going to snitch you guys out. That's, that's where my head went first, because I like conspiracy theories. So that was my first thought as to what may have happened there. Is it true? Is that what happened? No. But it's fun to think about. I think it's so stupid. I think it it's an interesting and compelling case that I you think can make. it's really stupid. It probably it probably is. No, it is. Oh, it is. But but you know, it, anything could happen at this point. If you're going to be very outspoken throughout your career and then not say anything when you're on a cheating team, I don't think you want to just not play for 60 games. And not say that that was the reason why. Yeah. It's because you don't want to be involved with this cheating team. Right. When he already has, too. Because then it it doesn't take the heat off you. Right. You're still part of that team. Mm -hmm. People are still going to hate you. Yeah. People are just going to think you hurt your elbow. Exactly. That's it. And that was my other argument, that maybe he just doesn't care about what the people think of him. He just doesn't want himself, like, for his own... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? For his own conscience, he doesn't want to be a part of it. Well, he doesn't care because he already, in his head, I think he already knows that the people hate him because he was a part of that team. Well, yeah. So he probably just doesn't care about the fan opinion anymore. But he just says, for my own chickens, I want to not be a part of this. Have you seen, like, whenever he posts something on Instagram or Twitter, all the comments oh, are yeah. so bad. Oh, poor it's Justin. It's so funny. He used to Not tweet, poor Justin. Well, okay. That's not... He dug his own can of worms. Now he's got to lay in it. <laughs> it's just, he used to tweet all the time. He'd be getting, oh, we love you, Justin. Oh, come back to Detroit. And now it's just... Hey, Cheater! <laughs> Cheater, bang on the trash cans. Bitch! <laughs> Rat! All that oh. shit. It's fucking funny. Yeah. It's funny. Well, Justin Verlander used to be probably my favorite pitcher. Mm-hmm. And now I just, I just can't. Can't He's probably stand your most hated. I can't stand him. If he he just never said anything. It makes it so much worse that he's a total hypocrite about it. Mm-hmm. If he never said anything about cheating or was never really like outlandish about it, and then just you know went to the Astros, it'd be different. Right, it'd be different. But, but he was so outspoken, and he said nothing. He's not a fucking not word. a peep. Not a came peep out of came his out mouth. of his mouth. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the that's the part that kind of hurts. It makes it a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I hope he's back. Mm-hmm. I hope he's back because they're going to need him. They are going to need you know, him. They're 3-3, three and three, and they're in first place in their division. Yeah. Uh, I believe the Mariners 
hung on to beat the Angels last night. That put them at three and four. They're half a game out. <laughs> you know, they're three and four. Don't sleep on those Mariners now. I'm telling you, twelve. Listen, what was it, twelve and forty-eight. You put the Mariners at? Yes, they already have three. They already. Shit. They already. They're are a quarter of the way a quarter, there. Twenty-five percent. Oh. In the no. first week. What did you do? Ah, oh, shit. Twelve. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. They might win forty-eight. They might win forty games. <laughs> no. They barely won 40 games in 162 games last year. You know, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yes. Whatever. But a good segue, though, from talking about Verlander and those Astros, how about the GOAT status that we are crowning our Lord and Savior, Joe Kelly? I love to tell you. I remember when Joe Kelly threw it at Tyler Austin. Joe Kelly is a Red Sox. I Mm -hmm. hate any Red Sox player. Other than Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is the only Red Sox player I've ever actually liked. Yeah. I hate Joe Kelly. I fucking love Joe Kelly now. Yeah. Oh, my God. You might have to get a Joe Kelly jersey. I tell you what. Uh, Roto Wear uh, made a shirt set with Joe Kelly glasses. I was going to mention that. Nice swing, bitch. Yeah. That is amazing. Nice swing, bitch. 25 bucks. I'm buying it, I Oh, think. I should get one. I'm seriously thinking about it because it's a sweet shirt i couldn't wear it in public uh, i would though Absolutely. i would wouldn't look great but it'd look great and, and about that shirt too the dodgers are, are going to be wearing it for batting practice hell yeah against the the astros well they're done with against the or, well they i think play two games. Yeah. but they do play them again yeah. in la they're going to be wearing those shirts that's so good. That's, That's what I heard so they reported, good. that they're all excited because they got these shirts made. Oh, my they're God. They're going to wear them for when they play the Astros. That's amazing. Oh. I, I'm Rotoware's, um, when they posted that, Stroman, Marcus Stroman liked it, and he said, I'm going to need a size L in that one ASAP. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> we got you, Marcus. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's fire. That's a fire shirt. I love it. <laughs> God, I can't believe he got suspended eight games. Eight games. He... he never hit anybody. No. Hmm. Just threw at him. He just threw, threw a pitch behind Bregman and struck out Correa and then said, yeah. nice swing, bitch. Yeah. And that's it. And that's Eight it. Eight games. Eight games. That's 22 games in a regular season. Yeah. Now, now, if it was a regular 160-game season yeah. and there wasn't these coronavirus Im- implantations that they have in there, I don't think he would have got suspended. Because I think the only reason that he got suspended was – because he basically he started this, which got all the the teams to clear, and and I think they're only being harsh on it because of the the no. coronavirus things. You don't think so? I think it's because Rob Manfred's clueless. Clueless. I mean, I'm definitely not going to argue that he definitely is. You can't. You didn't suspend. This is the issue. There's a reason Joe Kelly threw at them. Quote. Yeah. I mean, the Correa one, he threw a curveball mm-hmm. at near his head. You don't throw a curveball at somebody's head on purpose. Right. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It slipped off his hand. Joe Kelly's wild. We already knew this. Yeah. But, yeah, Bregman's got a 3-0 count. He throws a 97-mile-an-hour fastball behind his back. <laughs> yeah. Like, who cares? Right. He didn't hit anybody. Mm-hmm. He hit Tyler, Tyler Austin in 2018, and they fought. Bench is clear and shit. Aaron Judge put Joe Kelly in the headlock. He got six games for that. Joe Kelly got six games for hitting and fighting Tyler Austin. But he got eight games in a shortened season for throwing a ball behind Alex Bregman. Ridiculous. And saying three words to Carlos Correa. That's stupid. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. The only reason is if you took away the Astros title in 2017, like a normal commissioner would have, nobody throws at the Astros. Nope. 
Or if you let them keep the title, but you suspended Bregman and Altuve and Springer and Correa. Anyone that had any. Anyone that was on that 2017 team, fine. Yeah. You're not going to throw at them. They got a rightful punishment. Mm-hmm. They didn't get anything. They got a slap on the wrist. You yeah. fired their GM, you fired their manager, and you, they lost, what, four draft picks? Yeah. Ooh, whoopee. Joe Kelly got punished more than the entire organization did. If Joe Kelly serves a single game of that suspension, that means he has served more games than any Astro player yep. did. That's ridiculous. That's why you have people throwing at them. Exactly. In fact, I hope Joe Kelly comes back, and the next time the Dodgers play the Astro, I hope he hits Bregman right in the head. Oh, I hope so, too. I don't advocate for it, and I've seen Twitter just going nuts. Of course he got eight games. You can't throw at somebody's head. He never throw it at anybody's head. No. He threw it behind Bregman. Yeah. You don't want to hit people in the head. Hit them in the ribs. He didn't mm-hmm. hit Correa in the head. He threw a curveball uh, curve that got away from him. Yeah. Nobody got hit. And everybody knows that he's wild. You already know. He was pitching in his backyard, working on a changeup, and he broke his own window. Yeah. He's wild. Yes. He's not. All right. When you think of control, you don't think of Joe Kelly. No. Joe Kelly is a wild man. Yes, he is. Clearly. Very clearly. I just, I, it doesn't make any sense. Even after the game, in the, in the interview, mm-hmm. he said there wasn't any intent. Was yeah. there really? Maybe there was a little. I, of course. But, of course there was for the Bregman one. Right. He's got him 3-0. Fuck it. Scare him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Throw a fastball behind his back. Yeah. Correa, that had not, no intention behind it. Right. He struck him out and said, nice swing, bitch. Yeah. I said that shit. Yeah. Playing fucking high school ball. Strike mm-hmm. people out. Nice swing, bitch. Sit down. Yep. That's, you know that's what just they the do? friendly banter. Of the they game. walk back to the yep. fucking dugout. Mm-hmm. Correa had to go hide behind a bunch of people because he's scared of Joe Kelly. Yep. People, As he should be. Joe Kelly's a scary human being. Joe Kelly's being. a fucking wild man. Yes, right? he is. And people were saying Correa would beat his ass. He hosts an MMA podcast. Oh, wow. That's great. I host a baseball podcast. That's like saying I could, I could go strike hit a out Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah. I could strike out Babe Ruth because I have a fucking baseball podcast. Yep, that's how that works. Stupid. People Very stupid. stupid. Dumbest argument I've ever heard. It's so stupid, but yep. whatever. I mean, he's gonna, I, I he's gonna appeal it. He's appealing it. Yep. It should not be eight games. No, put it like no. four right. max. But when you compare it to what the Astros did, he shouldn't serve a single game. No. And you know, he's not even the only one that got suspended. Mm-hmm. Dave Roberts too got a game. I don't know how you suspend Dave Roberts for anything. Right. What he do? Just because he's the manager. I think that's the only reason. That's he was it. The manager. That that there. He didn't cause anything. It's just yeah. his team left the dugout. So I think that that's literally what he got suspended. Astros left the dugout. Where's yeah, Where's exactly. Correa's suspension? Right. He left know. the dugout. He was trying to fight. Well, not really try and fight, but he was yeah antagonizing Joe mm-hmm. Kelly. It's like where's his where's his suspension? It's it, you know Rob Manfred just has a, a swaddle on he's, the Astros. He's clueless. He's clueless. I'm telling you, he's clueless. It doesn't make sense. It does not. I hate it. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this <laughs> so, so much. Sick of it. I'm sick of all this Astros crap. I'm sick of people getting suspended for no reason. I just need, I I just need to stop. Yep. It's annoying. Yeah. I wish we had bands. That would just dig into the Astros at It'd these games. So I better. wanted that so bad. Yeah, we need it for the playoffs at least. Because oh, the be Astros so nice. are going to be there. Obviously. Oh yeah. There's not. Well, they're not. Well, no. Even if they didn't have Verlander, they'd, they'd still. With 16 teams, they'd still. I was look, I was in. watching their game because their game was on ESPN against the Dodgers yesterday. They have no. They have no Verlander. They have no Herze, Jose or Kitty. Wade Miley's gone. And they had there was like two other guys. I think um, Chris Davinsky and another reliever are both 
hurt too. Yeah. They have like nobody. <laughs> they could be contenders to trade for pitching. Seriously, trade deadline. I don't know when that is, but uh, I'd August thirty first, I think. Okay, because they could definitely be uh, be swinging nothing. for for some pitchers. They have two starters. They have yeah. that Christian Javier kid who yeah. started yesterday. He looked really good. He did, but. Zach Greinke. Zach Greinke looked terrible in his first outing. Allowed like seven runs. Lance oh. McCullers, I like, but, you know, coming off Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Christian Javier, apparently. That's it. There's nobody else. There's no Verlander. There's no Rikidi. Garrett Cole's ours, thankfully. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Their bullpen's not that good. I don't know. Man, how, how I wonder how it's going to work, though, with, with uh, the Astros. If they are uh, going to be contenders and make some trades... How are you gonna feel as a, as a player getting traded to that team? Exactly. Like, there's probably at least half the guys that wouldn't want to play for them. I like a guy like um like Trevor Bowers, a free agent after this year. Mm-hmm. So you could totally see the Reds trading him away. Right. You know how expo- outspoken he's been about the Astros. Probably. You think he wants to get most. traded there? Oh, Hell no. He'd no. probably not play. He'd probably retire before he played for the Astros. Seriously, at this point, yeah, he'd be like, "No, I'm not playing this last month with you guys." No. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of players like that in the league, whether they're outspoken or not, but yeah. have their own personal feelings. Yeah. And I'm sure there's quite a few that would oh, downright yeah. refuse. I guarantee it. I guarantee like Trevor Bauer would. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. Nobody else really pops off the top of my head, at least somebody who would get traded right. at and this point. And he's someone that definitely could. If exactly. Because the, Red, the Reds right now, they're 2-4, and four, bottom of the division. Yeah. If, if they stay in that area and they don't meet expectations, he's someone, being a free agent, that they exactly. could ship out. You're a free agent after this year, ship them all. So someone like him, which someone like the Astros would be interested in, Yeah. but he would not be interested. Right Wouldn't now. that be crazy? Like, if I'm a GM, I don't even know if I would trade with the Astros. No. It's like, no, I'm not going to give you anybody. I'm not putting that toxicity in my system. Yeah. <laughs> so unless you're giving me, like, the best deal ever, I'm not yeah. giving you anybody. Right. Oh, well, we'll see. I mean, they're going to be there. That division yeah. doesn't look great so far. So no. We'll see if Verlander comes back, and we'll see. I mean, that lineup's going to be good yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah. One of the best. Obviously. But did you see, um, <laughs> I was looking through some stats for the Astros today, that... I think the highest batting average for anybody on their team. They have one guy, I think Brantley's been like 438. Yeah. And then, like, Bregman's been like 188. Altuve's <laughs> been like 150. I love that. Well, George Springer's been like 0. .45, 0. .045. Ooh. Yeah. I love to hear that. It's during, In that Dodger series, mm-hmm. Bregman, Altuve, Springer, Correa, and Reddick combined went 0 for 29. That's awesome. I know, right? That is awesome. It's hard to hit when you don't know what's coming. Exactly. Did you hear uh, Oral Hershiser? He's <laughs> pretty hard to, or what? How do you say that? Because Altuve struck on like mm-hmm. a fastball right down the middle. He's like, yeah, it's hard to hit when you don't know what's coming. Something, exactly. Something like I that. loved that. It's so good. Even the announcers are out to get him, well, and that's my favorite. At least we got guys like Oral Hershiser. There's no fans, but right. commentators and. Oh yeah, it's dude. They're doing their job. They really are. They're doing. They're doing great things. All right, moving on. Uh, we have one more piece of news before we just get into what went on over the first week. Uh, Nick Markakis did something that I didn't even think was possible. Yeah, uh, he opted into the season. He opted in. He's been a very interesting uh, topic of conversation in our last two podcasts. I know. Nick Markakis. Here yeah. he is again. 
He's I, he's I, back. He opted out, and after one week, he opted back in. Yeah, I, I read something he was saying. He felt he felt bad, and he felt like he needed to be there for his guys. Oh, it's like he he watched one week of baseball, and he was like, you know what, I need to be there. He's got like Brett Favre syndrome. Yeah, like, I can't stand not playing. I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I'm risking it. Yeah. I would. I mean, the Braves are good. Yeah. They're good. Now here's here's good. my question though. If Yasiel Puig didn't get COVID and they kept yeah. him, would he have opted back in? I think Nick Markakis would have. I don't think that was gonna affect it. I don't think so either. I feel like but, they would have. I don't know if they would have gave given Puig like a minor league deal technically or something. That way they could leave him down, like not on the thirty man. But I think they would use be able to use them both because yeah. I think before, especially with the DH now with the DH. I mean, they do have Matt Adams, who I think they're sticking there right yeah, now. Yeah, that's not a bad DH. But mm-hmm. you could also you put Puig in right field, and let Markake is bat. Yeah, Puig's a better fielder, and Markake is a good hitter. Mm-hmm. The best of both worlds, right yeah. there. But I mean, he opted in. He opted that's, in. That's the first one we've heard this year. So weird. Opted in. It's really so weird. The uh question so with this opt-in if you i have a question for you okay if you could pick any player any any former player to opt into the season for your team who would you pick for my team any player from any team or like if we're talking about any like former player not in the league right now to opt in to play for me to opt in to play for your team okay and now this doesn't matter about age or anything. Don't matter. You could okay. pick fucking Oral Hershiser if you want. If I had to pick any player to opt in right now in his prime, I'd take Barry Bonds. You know, well, that's I, an interesting argument. Yeah. I don't nothing to do with the PDs, just because of of this era that we're in with the ball mm-hmm. and how many home runs are being hit. Imagine him playing right now. I I would also pick Barry Bonds. Like that's like uh, Barry would hit thirty homers. I think. Yeah, in the sixty game season. Not not even joking, because he's probably what fifty two years old. I think at this point. Yeah. I'd pick Barry. Yeah. Throw him in there. Seriously, could you imagine like put Barry Bonds on the Yankees? Oh my God! Don't even talk like that, dude. With the short porch. <laughs> oh my! God. I don't care if he's fifty two. He'd hit fifty two homers. Yeah. Oh my God! Heaven's sakes! That'd be nasty. That'd be nasty. If I'm a pitcher, and I'm coming, and Barry Bonds is coming, I, I'm I'm walking him. Yeah. I'm not touching that. I'm not going to risk it. I don't care if he's 52. It's like fuck it. I'm just going to let him walk. Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want Barry. I want 52 year old Barry Bonds hitting a bomb off me. Yeah. You know, because then I'm just an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh fuck! Are you serious? Just walk him. Yeah. Hope for a double play. And get out of here. I'm sure he's still in decent shape. He looks pretty good. He looks just as good as he did when he was 43, and yeah. he hit like 30 homers still. Mm-hmm. And you know what? On that same topic of uh, looking really good, if I had to bring back one pitcher to uh, to opt in, I'd go with CC Sabathia. Have you seen him? CC looks like a fucking badass motherfucker. He's right huge. Now. He looks like Kimbo Slice. He does. He looks so good. Oh, could you it's imagine? a shame he couldn't pitch Gosh. when he was skinny because if he could have pitched, like I think he would have 
he would have been nasty. Yeah. Like, fat CeCe was diabolical. I don't, right now, I don't remember how fast he used to throw. He used to throw heat. <laughs> but he, he, he probably young. would have added a couple a couple miles to that. He wouldn't have been throwing 89 yeah. last year or whatever. Exactly. He would have been throwing like 94 still. Mm-hmm. If he was that. Oh, my God. I'd bring him in as a reliever. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? You kidding me? Fifth, sixth <laughs> inning. Your bring starter's in... done. Bring in CeCe for two innings. Oh. Maybe three. Oh, my God. That'd be... Use him as an opener. Yeah. Deadly. Anything. Just he the can way... get through the lineup once. Absolutely. Give him three innings. Yeah. yeah. He's, if anyone's listening and you haven't seen what he looks like, do yourself a favor, Google it. Dude, it's everywhere. I mean, he looks good. Yes, he, he does. He looks so good. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. He, it's almost like the Joe Thomas when he retired. Do you remember yeah. seeing what Joe Thomas looks like now? Yeah. The lost, like, lineman for the Browns? Holy smokes. Oh, my God. I love CC man. He's just another one of those Yankee players that are just – it doesn't even matter. Every Yankee is huge. Yeah. CC even Brett Brett Gardner's the smallest guy in our lineup. He's 5'11", 195. Yeah, that's not a small man. No, <laughs> like they're fucking huge. Yeah, I mean, just look at his head. His huge. His head is fucking huge. Looks like Mega Mind. His brain is like bigger than his cranium capacity. I know. Yeah, I love his head. Yeah, He's, his head's large. I think if I shaved my head, I would have a Brett Gardner head. Really? Yeah. It gets kind of wide at the top. <laughs> you know, like, it's not skinny down here, but it's wide at the top because mm. of the glasses. It makes it look weird. I'd have a mega mind head like Brett yeah. Gardner. Oh, uh, like but we it. love Brett Gardner. I love Brett we Gardner. We love Brett Gardner. Oh, I, he's my boy. <laughs> All right. So, we're one week in the season. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at... Some of the big surprises we have mm. through one week. So, I got a big smile on my face. I think uh, you could probably guess. How can you talk about surprises without talking about those Detroit Tigers? What is going on? They're not that good. Listen, okay. They're not, but at the same time, they are. Now, here's my argument, okay? So, we're 4-2, and two, right? We're in third place, tied mm-hmm. in third place. Right now, the Tigers are like a complete opposite of what we thought they were going to be. Right now, we are winning games in a big part because of our bullpen. Who would have thought that? That, when we were talking about them last week and even the week before, that was the biggest thing we were knocking them on, was they have nobody in the bullpen. Joe Jimenez right now has got four saves. The next best in the league is two. We played six games. He has four saves. Yeah, all you, four of our all wins. four of your wins are Joel Jimenez saves. We got this kid Gregory Soto who's come in. Let's see. Let me get the stats on him real quick. He hasn't allowed a single hit in three and two thirds innings. He's got seven strikeouts. He's throwing ninety nine gas. This kid's looking good. And then we got these other guys in there. Cisneros looking good. Garcia looks good. Buck Farmer looks good. The bullpen, I don't know what's going on with them. The bullpen is what's keeping us in these games. Remember all those years the Tigers just couldn't win a World Series? And it was all their downfall was always how always. bad their bullpen was. Yep. And now the Tigers are as bad as they could have ever been, mm-hmm. and their bullpen's amazing. And our bullpen is the thing that's <laughs> saving us. That's crazy. 
That's that's such horseshit. It is. <laughs> if I'm a Tigers, I'd be so fucking pissed. Oh my god! It's like we just won 47 games last year, and now our bullpen's great. Yeah. Or was this in 2012 and shit? Yeah. And here's something that's interesting too. So, the Tigers right now. I mean, the bullpen's been great, but listen to this too. The Tigers are tied for first in home runs. Yeah. We have 12. We're tied yeah. with Cincinnati. The Tigers lineup that features Jamer Candelario, Austin Romine, and Nico Goodrum, among others, has 12 home runs through six games. What is that? What's that's, going on? That's so crazy. That's crazy. I, I, got, I got a stab pulled up right now. Uh, the Tigers uh, ERA through six games. They are 25th. It is 5.6. Oh, that is that's really bad. Yes, their starting pitching has been terrible. Yes, it has. But that bullpen is just, our bullpen has picked us up. The only good starter we've had so far has been Turnbull. Turnbull had a really good start. Matthew Boyd looks like garbage. Yeah, Matthew Boyd two is starts. Hot. He Matthew Boyd has given up the most hits. He's got yeah. one of the highest ERAs. Mm-hmm. Not good. It's bad. But they that. They're not. I don't. They don't even get a lot of hits though. Like the Tigers don't right, get a no, lot. They don't. just hit bombs. Yeah, which is crazy, mm-hmm. considering they play in Comerica. I mean, yeah, I guess the first three games were in Cincinnati. Ball flies out there. Yeah. After that, I mean, they're hitting bios the Royals, but right, I mean, yeah. So I mean, you don't have the most compelling argument, but still, even with playing against the Reds and the Royals, you still didn't expect the Tigers to go four and two. They're off to a good start. They are off to a good start. They. I hope. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, get, I don't it. get it. I'm and lost. And you know, obviously there is those those upsides that we have. Like we're we're tied for first with home runs, yep. and, and and our bullpen's looking really good. But we are right now. I believe we're in second for strikeouts. So a lot of our guys are striking out. We're we're toward I think in the bottom ten in terms of hits. Um, but look at this early MVP candidate we have. Through week one. Don't even say it. Jacoby Jones. Mm. Jacoby, listen. All right. Through these six games, in 19 at-bats, he's got eight hits. He's hitting 421, two doubles, three three home runs, and six RBIs. Right now, he is tied for first in home runs in the league, only with uh, Nelson Cruz, Anthony Rizzo, and Colin Moran, who all have three. And Jacoby Jones has three. Early MVP candidate, right there. Look at that, Jacoby Jones. I he is the last tire I suspected to be good. Absolutely, he's hitting ninth. When did Jacoby Jones come up? It was like um, 2015. Yeah, we've had him for a while, and he's, he's done nothing. He's been terrible. Yeah, like he hits like 220 to 240. Yeah, gets like five home runs. Like I'm, I think it was like last year he hit like three walk off home runs, and that was like. Half of his home runs for the season were just walk off home runs. Yeah. So you know, he can be good, but he he likes he to was space supposed it out. to be good. Yeah. So he's got the talent. Like I don't know if this year he just flipped a switch or he's just getting a hot start, and then within two weeks we're gonna see the Jacoby Jones we're used to seeing. The Reds and Royals pitching man. Yeah. That's it. I gotta take. And you know what? What's also sad though. Mm-hmm. So we've got the upside. Like we got we got Jacoby Jones is playing really well. Jonathan Scope also we'll yeah. mention him. He's playing really well. Who's not playing really well? Same old Jamer Candelario. Well, yeah, what did you expect? I don't know. He's, he's, he's in 13 at-bats. He's got zero hits. But, uh, and also, a slow start. 
for Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. 22 at-bats. He's only got two hits. Yeah. Not not good at all. No, not good. It looked kind of good in those first, like, two games. He's he, making some solid contact. He had a home run. Yeah. Drove a couple runs in. But other than that. Which is surprising. He looked really good in spring training. Yeah. He looked good in summer camp. He looks bad now. And yeah. this is when he should be taking advantage because your schedule's not going to be any easier right. than it is now. Absolutely. Especially when you got to play a team like Cleveland right now. Exactly. They're hot. Cleveland's good. Right now, Cleveland has, in all six games they've played, they have six quality starts from their starters. They are third in ERA, 2.13. Yeah. Cleveland's looking good. They're going to strike out a lot. Yep. They're going to strike out a those, lot. Those two guys they got at the top, Bieber, Bieber and Clevenger. Yeah. Wow. That's hard. It's going to be tough. <laughs> but you know, This is where the Tigers show if they if they can be are something. just off to a hot start or they actually have some kind of right you know if they're like putting the pieces together right yeah it's um, like can you take two out of three against the indians or i don't even know how many games are playing against the indians. right what's today thursday yes and it starts today series mm-hmm. does all I right think so. it's probably four games then yeah but you can split you know 64 right. if you lose all four then you know you yeah suck, then it's not so good i feel like we'll take at least one I'd hope. I would hope so too. With how we're, I mean, because we are hot right now. Even though I think yeah. three of our four wins have been like a comeback in the seventh or later, I believe is what I saw. So, yeah. you know, you could call it luck. I mean, I think that's a big, you know, we, I would we, we got a call good luck. comeback because you know we were out of a lot of those games and we had a big home run from Jacoby Jones yeah. or CJ Crone or Scope that got us back in it or took the lead like. Crone hit that two-run home run against the Angels that made it five to three. Yeah, I got got that win. Mm-hmm. Um, but but real quick though, back on that topic of Cabrera. So he's a guy, you know, he looked really good. Um, we we had anticipated a, a comeback year. Yeah, for him. But he's not the only big name that's starting slow. So here's a here's an interesting stat. This is what I was talking uh, to you about earlier. Oh boy. This stat right now, in terms of players that have struck out oh i've got it (laughs) oh i've got it the strikeout leaders right now you would not believe it well you probably if i didn't just look at it (laughs) i would not you may have seen it but for whoever's listening right now number one and two for strikeouts with 13 ronald acuna and number two with 12 is christian yelich 13 and 12 strikeouts with like I think Acuna's had 23 at-bats, yeah, and Yelich has had 27. Yeah, Acuna's striking out in more than 50% of his plate appearances. He's looked bad. Horrible. He's he was someone bad. that you're thinking could be an MVP. I had Yelich as my MVP yeah. pick. And year. Yelich isn't looking almost 50%. Yelich, Yelich hit that one home I think he's got one hit. I think I his think only hit is that home run. Against Chicago. I know before, I think today, he was like 1 for 22 yeah. with that home run. Mm-hmm. Let me take a look. Yeah, he's looking. They yeah, so there there are some big names out there that are not doing good to start. Um, and then the rest of that list, I think Justin Smoke is third, I think. But he's someone that you'd expect to be up CJ there. CJ Crone and Justin Smoke are tied for third. Your yeah. boy Chris Bryant is fifth with 10. Yeah, I know that Unfortunately. One. And also Nico Goodrum is fifth with 10. Right. And he's someone you'd probably expect to be up there, too. And Suspidus has 10. Yeah. And Kyle but Lewis. And Victor that's Lopez. just crazy. I saw that and I couldn't believe it. Those are two of the best players in baseball, and yeah. they're one and two in strikeouts. <laughs> Jose That's Altuve has eight. Mind blowing. Altuve's got eight. Good. <laughs> we don't like Altuve. Not here. 
No. Um, yeah, there's been some interesting starts to the year between the Tigers being 4-2 and two and Acuna and Yelich playing like crap. Yeah, Yelich has 27 at-bats. He has one hit. He's batting .037. Oh, dear. His slugging percentage is 148. God, that's bad. Yeah, Yelich is not oh having a good God. season at all. Oh, one for 27. One for 27. Is I there, think I could do one for 27. Is there anybody who is hitless so far? I want to see. I don't know if there is. I mean, I'm sure that there has Kristen to be. Stewart's one for 13. Oof. I think his one hit was a home run. Oh, well, you know who is hitless is um Gary Sanchez and Brett Gardner. Are you serious? Yeah. It's unfortunate. Oh, well, that, well, I mean, they, they haven't played as many games. We've so played I guess, four games. Yeah, they should still have it. Gary but, Sanchez is 0 for 12 with 8Ks. Oh, no. Gary. Don't even get me started. I Gary. yell at the TV every day. Gary. Someone cue up the SpongeBob Gary. song. Gary, come home. Gary, go back to the bench, apparently. <laughs> That's what the pitcher says. Uh, bring in Higashioka. No, I'd rather have stroke. I'd rather have Gary out there still. <laughs> oh God, going zero for twenty four with sixteen strikeouts. That's I'll what he's on pace for. I'll take it. Really? Whatever. <laughs> Garrett Cole likes him behind the plate. I'll take oh. it. Is it? That's something you never thought you'd hear. They What's want that? Gary behind the plate because he's good at catching. Yeah, that's. You but he can't know. hit. Who that's the thunk? complete opposite of three years ago. It's the complete opposite. opposite. It's the complete opposite of what everybody expected, and Yankee fans are still mad. Yep. Francisco Lindor is batting 200. Yeah, jeez. Possible MVP. My MVP picks were terrible so yeah. far through a week. Yeah. All right. Looking good. My surprise team, since you had the Tigers, is the Colorado Rockies. Yes, sir. I had them on there, too. They are first in ERA. Mm-hmm. It is 1.84. Yes, the only team that's sub two. The only thing the Dodgers are two point zero two. Then the Rockies are one at one point eight four. The Rockies. The Rockies. The Rockies are supposed to not be able to pitch right. at all. Right. The Rockies have never had a good pitcher nope. in their lives. No. Ever. I think their best pitcher in franchise history is Ubaldo Jimenez. Oh God. And he had like one or two good seasons for them. I hate him. Yeah. Ubaldo. I liked him on the Rockies. Remember when he went to the Indians and he was complete? Oh crappy? yeah, everyone was like, "Yeah, you balled Jimenez. Yeah, he's gonna be really good." We got a steal. No, he's dead. no, he's awful. He was bad. He Who would have thought you would get worse leaving Colorado? Yeah, and and here's the, and it's we were talking about the Tigers, how they're like complete opposite of what we thought. Their bullpen's good, and then they they're hitting. You know, it's good too. Yeah, the Rockies are complete opposite. Their hitting isn't great. No, but their pitching is. Yeah. Like right now, Colorado's hit three home runs. Right now, Trevor Story's hit two, and Sam Hilliard has hit one. Who? Sam Hilliard. He's right. Uh, he's like a left or right fielder, I believe. Interesting. Yeah, he's the only other Rocky that's hit a home run. Now, the argument, though, for Colorado, so far, they have not played a home game. Yeah. So they haven't played at their stadium. So it's like, you can almost take it, just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. So they haven't played in the atmosphere. So the pitching can be good. It looks good because they haven't played at home mm-hmm. yet. So they haven't. Like right now, Colorado, in any game so far, has not given up more than three runs. Three That's has been impressive. the most. That's not something you see out of Colorado ever. Because who do they play to start the season? Uh, they played 
Texas first. Oh, yeah. And then they played uh, Oakland. Yeah. But Texas, I don't know how, t- I've, we have Texas no idea what is, Texas's ballpark is like hitting yeah. right now. Right. But Oakland is pitcher heaven. Yeah. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they haven't played any home games. So I think once they get some, some home, I think the trend is kind of going to go I wanna, down. I want to see if it goes. But, I mean, they've had... Like German Marquez is look or Herman Marquez yeah. is looking really he had good. No hitter in the first game of the season through six innings. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, Kyle yeah. Freeland, I think he had a quality start. Kyle Freeland like, was one of those guys that was like good two years ago and then was yeah. bad last year. So right, John Gray. Mm-hmm. You know, and then after that, I have no it idea. Kind of falls off, I think. I have. For, uh, I couldn't tell. They you. got that Senzaletta guy, I think. Senzatella or ah uh, yes, Antonio Senzatella. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I don't know, after yeah, that. That's after those that. four. Yeah. But that's my surprise, though. Yeah, but Colorado, they're they're looking good. Only They've only given up nine runs total in 44 innings, which that's pretty impressive still. It is. Because, I mean, that is against the A's, who the A's are great the, hitting lineup. The A's have a good lineup. The Rangers have a pretty good lineup. They have at least Joey Gallo in there. Like right. He's a monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And you know what? Now that we're on the topic of those Rangers, their offense has been absolutely terrible. They can't hit the ball. Yeah. But there is one shining bright spot so far for that that, uh, Texas Rangers team. I'm going to say ring the Cy Young alert right now for the Texas Rangers. Did you hear what Lance Lynn is doing? No. Lance Lynn, so right now he's 1-0. Should be 2-0, but he's 1-0. 12 innings pitched, so he's started twice. Yeah. Hasn't given up a single run. Zero, 0.0 ERA. He's only allowed three hits with 17 strikeouts. Lance Lynn. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cy Young. If you're talking Damn. about Rangers and Cy Young, you're like, oh, Kluber. Lance Lynn, not a single, only three hits in two games, two quality starts. Jeez. Should have had a, a second win, but yeah, I think they, blew they didn't give him any any help yeah but he's looking really good lance lynn so i, I mean because yeah, this good. this could be the year that we just see some oddball award winners yeah because all it takes is you to have two good months for lance lynn just has two good months he can win a scion yeah i mean that's that's a good start yeah that's a really good start yep and you know who's having arguably a better start in terms of pitching who's i would say the other scion candidate right now let me guess shane bieber Yes, but that's not the one that I had. He's looking good, too. But an old favorite of yours, Sonny Gray. Oh, no. Sonny Gray, listen. No. Through his two starts, he's 2-0. In 12 and two-thirds, he's got a 0.71 ERA. He's only allowed four hits with one run and 20 strikeouts. He played the Tigers. He doesn't count. Sure, he did play it, but the Tigers are 4-2. I don't care. And they're first in home runs. I don't care. They're also second in strikeouts. <laughs> you know who's believe... in first? The Braves. <laughs> I believe uh, Sonny Gray's only run he gave up was that Jacoby Jones homer. I think it was that Jacoby Jones homer was the only one he's given up so far, I believe. You want to know a stat that's pretty crazy? What's that? The Yankees are 24th in strikeouts. For hitters or pitchers? For hitters. For hitters. 42 Ks. Wow. Through four games. Ooh, wait, what? Through four games. Oh, uh-oh. that's 11, like 10, 11 strikeouts. I didn't think that one through. <laughs> that's rough. 
Yeah, I didn't think that one through. Ooh, so six games. They're about the Phillies have 66. the least with eighteen. How many games have they played? Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought the teams that played three games are are sec are last and second to last? Wow. Crazy oh God, the A's are batting two eleven. I didn't really think that one through. <laughs> but you you thought that was gonna be a good stat. No. I looked at I forgot to, I forgot about the games played, so let's man. They they'd be on pace at six games. They'd be about like 64. we'd be at like sixty four. So they're probably they're top five. Uh, I think they would be fourth. Yeah, right behind the Cubs. Yeah, of sixty seven. So that's that's another team that I had listed on my surprise, not because they that's are a bad. surprise. Listen, oh, I don't because, know where you're going with it because you were dogging them. The Cubs. I didn't dog. You kind of dogged. Them. I didn't. And now dog. listen. And now they're kind of proving you wrong. Like they're four and two, top of the division. Kyle Hendricks came out first game, complete game shutout. I believe uh, he had nine strikeouts. He had the most strikeouts in an opening day, um, complete game shutout since I think, who was it? I think it was Tom Glavin in 1992. I believe I heard. So. Pretty cool stuff right there. Loved Kyle Hendricks, but then his next outing, he he got rocked. See, so you know that was unfortunate. But right now, the Cubs are third in home runs with eleven, so they're behind Cincy and Detroit. Mm-hmm. They are first in RBIs with thirty-seven. They're eighth in average with two forty-one. That doesn't sound good, but two forty-one. That's not bad for the team average, top for ten, six games. Which is our only thing right now is the strikeouts. We're we're third. We have sixty-seven. Yeah. So that's definitely something that we need to work on. But the bullpen's been decent. Our, our with, with the DH with Schwarber in there, that's been big for us. So I like where the Cubs are going. Um, I just wanted to let you know that since you wanted to dog on them, I, I wasn't I had to, dogging I had to bring them. them. <laughs> I wasn't dogging them. You 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 had them at twenty six okay. wins. Okay, that's dogging them. Okay, that's slightly below five hundred, man. You didn't even have them making the playoffs. That was before it was an eight-team playoff, all right? <laughs> Whatever. God. I just, I just had I'm to bring talking. that up. I had to bring it up. I had to. They don't have any pitching. What do they you want me to say? But their pitchers still performed. Well, that's great. I'm <laughs> glad. Like the Tigers. Are, well, yeah, I know. Bullpen. Okay. But I just, I just, and you're wearing a Cub shirt. Right now. Whatever. <laughs> Can't Is wear the fucking shirt. No, I didn't say that. Whatever. Stop fucking dogging me. All right. I'll stop dogging you if you stop I dogging didn't. Chicago. I didn't. All right. I didn't. All right. All right. Okay. You're Next gonna, topic of conversation. You're not going to win that division. Oh, you want to bet? Yeah. Who's going to win it? Milwaukee with, with Christian Yelich striking I was out wrong. 12 times? Okay. I was wrong about Yelich, but Milwaukee doesn't look that bad. Didn't you guys, like, split the series with Milwaukee? Uh, I believe, because I think it was a three-game series. I think he lost two out of three. I know we at least won two of them. We beat them twice. Hmm. You could I think look. you're wrong. I don't think I am. I, am. I don't know. I don't think I'm I not going to say you're wrong, because I don't want to look like an idiot. But I think <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, that's tough. I uh, you did. Did we? Yeah, well, you won two out of three. Okay, that's what I thought. And then they took two out of three from the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Well, <laughs> that right. didn't do much. That didn't help. No. So they're 500. They're what? three and three. Who? The Brewers. Oh, the Brewers. Right. I said they go 30 and 30. 
So I'm off pace. to a good you're on, start. You're on pace. I'm off to the perf- most perfect start I could have had. For the Brewers. For the Brewers. For the Brewers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not that wrong. No. But Whatever. they are going to be better than them. They might. They I don't will. know. I think so. Well, yeah. If Christian Yelts bats point zero thirty seven the entire year, I'm <laughs> sure he's. I'm sure they're going to be pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, to move on real quick, let's talk about uh, your rookie of the year candidate in the American League. Made his debut last night. Nate Pearson against Max Scherzer. I wanted to talk about that. Yes. How about Nate, that? Nate Pearson. What? Five innings. Five, five innings, innings. Five strikeouts. Two, he allowed two hits, hits allowed. He looked. He looked good. He looked. Ready for that Rookie of the Year award. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I knew. Because they weren't going to bring him up immediately. Right. I, he looks good. Mm-hmm. He looks good, man. He does. I like him a lot. I think uh, your pick might have been spot on there. Through one start so far, yeah. He looks yeah. as long. I'll, you know, if he can get five innings and, you know, not allow any runs every time. Right. Especially for your first start, only it's, two hits. It's not like the Nats lineup is that bad. No. And the and Nats didn't end up scoring until, like, the 11th inning. That yeah, game. like 10th or 11th inning, something like yeah. that. So, but, no, he looked really good. I'm I'm excited to watch that kid. I like him. He's filthy. He's got nasty stuff. Yeah. Gosh. I like that. I'm, I think I'm going to spot on with that pick. I think you might be, too. I, I, I hope think, so. Uh, I think you might have been. But, uh, so. but let's not forget also who was on the other side of that uh, that pitching mound on that game. Max Scherzer, he's looking really good too. Scherzer he kind of had a spotty start good. against the, the, the Yankees. Uh, a couple yeah. big ones. But he's leading the league in strikeouts. He's got 21 through 12 and two-thirds. That's pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, what do you expect from Scherzer? I know. Scherzer. You, you expect, expect it from Scherzer. You expect it from Scherzer. Oh, speaking of Scherzer, did you also see that uh, uh, from yesterday – it had been 10 years and 8 days since he struck out Vladimir Guerrero Sr., mm-hmm. and then he struck out Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah. 10 years and 8 days. I know. Struck them both out. It's funny. It's like... um Love to see it. I think there's a Nolan Ryan stat that he struck out like 7 sets of father-sons or some wow. shit like that. Because he played for fucking 25 years. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's... I mean, you're going to strike out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Like I mean, yeah, I expect it from Scherzer. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's crazy craziness, craziness yeah. from the entire league through one week. Yeah, it's been busy. And I think uh, the best way to summarize that craziness, real quick, take a look at Kyle Lewis. Yeah, for the trash bag Seattle Mariners. Yeah, he's hitting four fifty eight. If it wasn't for the two guys, or there's the one guy in the Marlins who's hitting 700, Rojas. Yeah. And there's someone, uh, Jose Iglesias, who's hitting 500 <laughs> for the for the <laughs> Orioles. He's, he's in third, but he should be in first. Yeah. He's hitting 458. He's got 11 hits, uh, five RBIs, two homers. It's looking good. Because he's actually played six games, unlike yeah. the other two. Yeah. Because Rojas played three and Iglesias played four. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. It he's, is. I... The the Marlin or the Mariners always do this. They don't. They I mean, do. they don't look that good. No. But no. I mean, the three and four. Right. I mean, they started off against the Astros. What can you expect? Yeah. But I think they're going to be better than twelve and forty-eight. Probably not by much. I think, but you know, they're off to a much better start than I expected. Yeah. If this Kyle Lewis kid carries them through, you he's know, not going to carry. Well, not kid, but he's going to carry into about twenty wins. 
Aye, that's a lot. <laughs> you think that's a lot. too much after that's... winning three already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. I'm excited. To each their own. Whatever. <laughs> we'll see. We got another week of baseball left. Yeah. Not left, but we have another week of baseball to go through. Yeah. So we'll be back next Thursday to talk about what happened in week two, and hopefully there isn't another Corona outbreak. Let's hope not. Hurry. We don't. We don't need another team. We don't to get it because this season does not need to be canceled. Exactly. All right, we're done. We are out. We'll see you next week.